was a moment where the mercy of God was on full display. Where love outweighed the crimson stain, the sin which made communion with God impossible. This death, this stench sent from the depths would no longer be left to permeate the hearts of man. The creator was longing for his creation. For on this day, love made a way for grace to take away, erase, replace our brokenness. For God so loved the world, he sent his only son, the promised one had come to change our eternity. That moment in Bethlehem, in a lowly stable, under a starry sky, Jesus was born. Our Savior, our Messiah. Grace in a manger. How good. Hello, everyone. It's so good to see you here tonight. We're going to get into some carols, so why don't you stand to your feet? Uh, the lyrics will be up on the screen. You know you know the words, so let's get amongst it. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive a King. Let Oh. 
everybody. Uh, my name is Craig. I'm the team leader here at Bethlehem Baptist Church, and it's my pleasure to welcome you this evening. Uh, you do realize that we put on an evening service like this before Christmas for all the people who are organized. Folks who aren't organized come to the 9 o'clock or the 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So you're going to get presents. That's right. <laughs> That's the promise, isn't it? You come to church and you'll get presents. If, if you don't, you have another sleep. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we're here to celebrate the reason for Christmas. And we know that uh, it's all about the birth of Christ at this time of the year. And so I just want to uh, extend our Christmas greetings to you as a church. And so you're very welcome to be here. Uh, you might be from out of town or you might be here for the first time or you might be a regular at the church. We say we're, we're just really grateful we can put this event on for you. It's a privilege for us to do so. And we just want you to enter into the spirit of the evening and uh, let your heart go back to that time in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago where God, God broke into our world with the birth of his son, Jesus. So uh, enjoy this evening and uh, you'll hear the story once again and your hearts will be filled with the joy and the love of this time of the year. God bless you. We're going to sing another carol. This one's called Away the Manger. Okay, let me see what we got back here. 
How about a story about Christmas? Hmm. Ah, yes. I've got a good one to tell you tonight. One you may know very well. It has angels. It has shepherds. Wise guys. Stars shining bright on the holiest of holy Christmas Eve night. It's about hoping that good dreams we've long had will come true. It's a love story from heaven, a love story written for you. And with much anticipating, we've been waiting a long time for this day, so elating to finally be here. So without further ado, come, let me take you to a hillside near Bethlehem with shepherds, yes, shepherds, that's where our story starts, with them. Get him behind, come on, get him behind, come on, hurry up, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Get him behind, get him behind, Good. Sit. Stay. Good boy. Oi, you're at the back there. I'll catch up with you. Just gotta tell these guys what we saw the other night, alright? Well, craziest thing happened to us the other night. We were on the hillside, you know, abiding, just passing the night, talking about the latest fertilizer subsidies the cost of wool, and how we wish someone would hurry up and invent the quad bike. <laughs> when all of a sudden, whammo! You'll never believe what we saw. Now, I can tell you, in my life, I've seen a few things. I've had to chase off lions in the middle of the night. I've had to go face to face with bears. I've even had to take care of those pesky Roman soldiers who keep coming onto my land and trying to take my sheep, threatening me with all sorts of nasty things. It's been a bit hard at the moment, actually, with all that. But this thing that happened the other night takes the cake. I mean, woo! There we were, you know, abiding, when all of a sudden, whoom! Angel, right in front of us. Now, I th we think it was an angel because one minute he wasn't there, and the next minute he was, and he was all shining and glittering and all that. It's amazing! Then he spoke to us in this deep, you know, angel voice. You know, the type of voice you'd expect an angel of the Lord to have. It was deep and boomy. And he goes, don't be afraid. Well, I guess I should have done what he said, being an angel and all. But I didn't. I was petrified. Woo! He then went on to say, in his angelly voice of his, I bring you good news of joy, of peace to all mankind. For tonight, in the, t in the town of David, a saviour has been born. Woo! Wow. Well, I tell you, we looked at each other and we are like, this, this is an important message. Obviously, he came to us because he can't trust the news these days. But uh, we were, of course, in shock, as you would be, you know, angel. Imagine if an angel turned up in your living room. But then we clicked on to what he was saying. We learn all about saviors when we were kids, back in synagogue school. Yeah, I went to school. Well, saviors, they were the ones that God would send to rescue us when our people got in trouble. We all knew about Moses, about how he rescued us from the Egyptians, about how Gideon, how he fought the enemy from coming and taking our land. But we also knew that the Holy Scriptures talked about an upcoming Savior, the one that was going to be the greatest of all of them, the one that was going to take care of the biggest problem. And we hoped 
he'd come soon because these Romans, they're not good guys. We also knew where he meant. When he said the town of David, that's Bethlehem. Not much of a village, full of Aucklanders at the moment. But it's where one of our greatest kings of all time was, was uh, born, King David. So we knew where it was. Oh, we had just, we'd, we'd just soaked it all in. we just got our heads around what he was saying when all of a sudden surprise number two happened. For the time, it had just been the one angel, you know, glittering and being all wow with his voice and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, there were hundreds of them. Oh, and they were singing their lungs out. Poor dogs. Half of them scared to death. This one, he's still catatonic. (laughs) But they all started singing. They sang glory to God in the highest and peace to all mankind. They said it was some kind of Christmas carol. The only carol I know works down at Farmlands. (laughs) Anywho, but then all of a sudden, boom, gone. Absolutely disappeared. And it was just us sitting on the hillside, abiding once more, sitting around the fire. Well, I said, looks like we got some great news to go and spread around. But before we do, let's head down to Bethlehem and let's find the Savior. So we put on our best wanderers, cleaned up our boots, made sure all the sheep were safe, and off we went. Cheer Get in behind! Come on, get in behind! Just stand with us again.
First Christmas Day, in a land far away, some wise men stood gazing at the sky. For a star shone most bright that holiest night over Bethlehem, and these magi wondered why. So these magi from far away, though the journey was so long, packed up their best gifts to bring to Jesus, and went on and on for days upon days, weeks upon weeks, until finally, In Bethlehem, they found what they went to seek. But our story continues not with wise guys from afar. Oh no, for this part we'll hear from a soldier on guard. Ave. Greeting citizens, Centurion, Gruteus Maximus, <laughs> at your service. Join the army and see the world, they said to me back in Rome. And what happens? I end up on century duty on the border of Palestine, quite possibly the driest, hottest place in the whole empire. <laughs> I'm okay. (laughs) I mean, we do have some very interesting travelers come through. Some time ago, these dudes rolled in from the east. We had to stop them at the border to do our customs and immigration checks. Flash as aftermarket camels. (laughs) Brand new saddles. I mean, these dudes were loaded. Where are you from? I asked. From the east, they said. Didn't really narrow it down much. (laughs) I mean, they looked Persian or Babylonian or something like that. 
What is your occupation? Wise men. <laughs> what is the purpose of your trip? Business or pleasure? Oh, very important business. We've come to see the new king that's been born. Well, the only king I know of in these parts is that fool Herod down in Jerusalem. A real rat bag. And not much of a king anyway. Basically, us Romans rule the place. We just have him as a puppet king, just to keep the peace. And to my knowledge, he was quite growing up. And I wasn't aware of any other kings that had just been born. In fact, they were about 50 years too late to see a king in nappies. So I said, why have you come to see a king? And they said, we were following a star. And I was like, no way. What are the chances? I follow the stars. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. I read the horoscopes and the tablets every week. And they said that if I wanted some real wise advice from, from professional wise men, that I should give up reading the horoscopes and all that nonsense. And I was like, whatever. But what they meant was they were following a bright new star that was appearing in the sky called the Yonder Star. And somehow they knew this meant a new king was being born. And with that, the new king was being born. Sorry. I know I was there. It's my story. So they figured that if they followed this bright new star, that they would find this new king. So they headed in the direction of the star, and bingo, bango, bongo, here they were. Well, that was all very interesting, but I had a job to do. So I said, do you have anything to declare? You should have seen the stuff they had. All the presents for the new king. One of them had gold. Another had myrrh. One of them had frankincense. And there was another one who had gift vouchers from Kmart. <laughs> and the other wise men were a little bit embarrassed by the one with the gift vouchers. <laughs> and they said he was not such a wise man and shouldn't really be part of the story. So I confiscated the gift vouchers and sent them through. Got me these new sandals. Anyway, I've got a mate who works down in the palace in Jerusalem, looking after that fool Herod. And he said the wise men went down there to see Herod. And Herod was very worried when the wise men started talking about the new king. Literally tore his tea bags. Because Herod thought if there was a new king, they wouldn't need the old king. And he quite enjoyed being the old king. So he said to the religious leaders, 
searched the old books. And the old books said that a new king or a um, messiah was to be born in Bethlehem. So Herod said to the wise men, go check out Bethlehem. And if you find the new king, come back and tell me, and I will worship him too. Well, you don't call on the wise men for nothing. They knew this Herod was a rat bag, a real pile of mischief. He probably wanted to get rid of the baby. A real murderous so-and-so. Been killing people all over the place. So naturally, they did not go back to Herod. They came back through the border, through my post, with grins on their faces the size of pumpkins. Good times, good times. Tell you what, people. Become a centurion. Way better work stories. <laughs> so I said to them, did you find that king you were looking for? And they said, yes, we did. And what a fine king he will be. Oh, well. All I hope is that he doesn't cause any trouble for us Romans. I don't imagine he would. This is pretty much a backwater around here. Nothing ever happens. Oh, well. I must be back to my post. Ave.
You haven't fallen asleep yet, have you, Lily? <sighs> no, keep going. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Because now we begin to close out our tale. And with a soft voice, we head into the stable. There is in the manger with his parents, we find the baby Jesus on a bed of straw. But who's that in the back? Yes, you, small girl. What are you doing back there behind that haystack? You've been watching the whole time, haven't you? Don't be afraid. You can come out. Come forward and share your perspective, okay. what you've seen. Hello there. Um, please excuse my nerves. I'm not used to such large crowds. Um, my name's Ella Louise, and my parents, they are in, the, in here where Jesus was born. I'm not much of a storyteller, but more a poet. Can I share one of my poems with you? Jesus, the name that holds the weight of a world. Jesus, the hope of every man, woman, boy and girl. Like a light in the darkness, God's Son humbly came. Like a light in great darkness, He carried the name of God to the orphans, the lonely and the lame. He brought hope to the hopeless, and He can do the same to those still walking in darkness who call upon His name. The dark is so dark. The light is so dim. Darkness, emptiness, loneliness, fear, all who want the light to shine on them, come here, here to the manger. Come follow the light that breaks the darkest darkness of the holiest of nights. We will not let darkness hide this little light of mine. Come, stars to the manger. See the light in dark places will shine bright and shed light across all the faces of those who look to the heavens. This love, born tonight, erases any traces of darker ages. The first Christmas night, a single star showed the way to Jesus, proving one star, one little light, ultimately frees us from the darkness all around us. This little light of mine can brightly shine, leading others to Jesus. Would you join us again and stand as we sing this next song?
So now you've heard the story. You may have heard that story before of shepherds and of angels, of wise guys, of soldiers, of stars, and of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And I'm pretty sure it will not be the last time you hear this little story of God's glory born in Bethlehem. The story of God come down, born to be our friend. He came for the poor, he came for the rich, and everyone in between. He came to bring light to a dark, dark world. He came for you and he came for me. Jesus came for all people. That first Christmas day, those who were nearby or those far, far away, Jesus came to show God's love walking around on the earth. So on Christmas Day, we joyfully celebrate God's gift, his birth. So come, shepherds, come. Angels, come. Wise guys, soldiers, come. However, wherever, whenever, whoever, come. You see, with God, you're never a stranger. So come, everyone. Come, to the manger. We're going to close with a celebration song, so why don't you stand with us tonight?
grab a seat and uh, I'm going to lead us in a prayer. What I'd like you to do is um, just take hold of the words that were said to us by Rob and recognition that Christ came for you and for me. So I want you to just take your hand, put it on your own chest. Do that. And I'm going to lead us in a prayer. God, I thank you that in this season, we can think about you coming to rescue me, me, the person whom I'm touching right now, me. You make this very personal, God, when you said that out of the heavens, you sent your own son, you sent a savior to rescue me. And in this moment, Lord, we are captured by how personal that is. That in this Christmas, this season, indeed it is all about us, but us includes me. And so God, I just want to thank you for your great love. Your great love that sent your only son, that he would not only be born into this world, but he would grow up and he would give his own life to be a saviour for me. And so God, as we go into the season of celebration, maybe we be reminded of just how deeply you love each of us. And that this world is filled with me's, people whom you love and people who you've sent your son to save. So God, we thank you for your great story. We thank you that we're included in it. We thank you for Christmas and the birth of Jesus. And we thank you for each other that we get to share this story with in the days ahead of celebration. Father, may your spirit rest upon each of us. May we know great comfort when we have times of need. May we know your strength during our times of weakness. May we know great laughter through times of joy. And may you walk with us and give us your strength for the days ahead. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, how about it? Do you want to join us as we sing once more through Feliz Navidad? It's just too good to sing once, isn't it? Feliz Navidad 
I just want to thank everybody who made this night uh, such a good time. I want to thank, um, well, I was going to say Fred Dag. It's not quite Fred Dag, one of the shepherds, Bernie Cowan. Uh, thanks, Stu, for a great, great, uh, there he is. He's, he's dressed in his uh, non-Roman clothes over here uh, as a Roman soldier. I want to thank the band. Uh, thanks you, thank you very much. I want to thank uh, Rob and his daughter, Lily Grace. And you can just tuck down into bed, wait for tomorrow. And uh, I want to thank those who have put on a cup of tea and some Christmas mince pies. You're welcome to join us out in the cafe. Don't be in a hurry to go. Just enjoy, linger, enjoy each other's company. Uh, but for now, God bless you. We're here at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock tomorrow for a different style of service. But you're all welcome to come back. Uh, God bless you. Have a great Christmas. <laughs>